When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Dale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Fesley, Big Dick Toledo. We're here. And we're ready to go. Uh, a glorious morning. A good start on uh, the hottest December 1st of all time, which is great. 85 degrees yesterday. Let's do it again. If this is global warming, I'll take it. This is fantastic. Keep spraying that aerosol in the air. Um, just leave your car running. I'm all I'm all about it. I got no problem with that. We can handle 120. Hell yeah. Just give me 85 in December, and I'm thrilled. Amazing day yesterday. Uh, and an amazing night last night at Four Peaks. Uh, thanks to everybody who showed up. We packed that place. It was jammed up. Uh, the beer was a flowing, and Holmberg Bound is now available all over the place at the Four Peaks. At the uh, that was that Go Puff thing? Is that what it's called? I What's think so. Yeah, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Uh, hey, that, you get off of that. That was that good. Pre order is the route to go, man. Uh, oh, in and out. They had yeah. a, they had they a down last night. Rocking it. Yeah, they got all your stuff. You get your case. You get it loaded up. Uh, I had seven. The best moment of the whole night for me was a guy walked up to me while I was talking to someone of color. Now I couldn't tell if this person was Dominican, Mexican, Indian, or black chatting with him and some guy comes up and right and right as the conversation was ending and he goes hey homework it's good to see a white guy around man good to see you and i started laughing and then i heard the black guy go what the f-? and walking away like he thought i know he knew the whole thing but i'm just dying laughing and then somebody else said it to me again later so that is now for the time being a bit of a calling card for people to wander up to me and go hey man just good to see another white dude here it's like look around you're in tempe that's all we've got that was hilarious but, uh, yeah, we ended up sticking around and then uh, became like uh, therapists and secret uh, listeners for about uh, – I was I aimed to get out of there about nine. You know, I hadn't had any uh, drinks since like uh, eight. Somebody says, good, get my hour in, sit there, chat with, uh, you know, some folks. And the next thing you know, 
people are telling tales and like inner office secrets and outer of their offices and it's like holy Moses the stuff that's going on and the people that are doing this and that guy over there is boning that girl there and they're they used to be married and now they're at the same table I'm like what is happening at your office this is insanity oh it's really and I'm like okay so we listen to that and then we started talking about it. and the next thing I know it's eleven o'clock for Christ's sake and I'm sitting in there it's like good Lord Cheryl Brady brought Cheryl over to me she started to talk about Jesus Christ for a little while shut that down. And then uh, it was great. It was just a, a fun night all the way around. But the next thing you know, it's 11 o'clock. And I'm just sitting there saying, well, you got to get up in an hour. And, and I just told everybody, it's great to be white. We'll see you later. And then we <laughs> walked out of the place. It was nuts. I blame our sales girl, Jen, and our other sales girl, Greg, downstairs. That uh, I'm just not sure what the hell. They'll kind trap of, you. The, well, the stories were worth being trapped for. It was a good talk. Good talk, kids. Were those two ladies the ones telling the office stories? Or? Well, no, they weren't telling office stories. They were telling just uh, secrets of, oh. of life, personal secrets. And they were phenomenal. Like, <gasps> can't ever tell them. Like, don't you, don't you, every story, don't you dare talk about this. I'm like, I'll talk about that. We talked about it, but I won't give away details. But let me tell you something. Greg's hands are dirty. Don't touch that guy. Oh, yeah. You think Omicron's bad. So Greg, it's elbow just, bumps for him now. Huh? Don't even do that. I think his elbow's been in stuff. I don't want to talk to Greg anymore. I'll talk to him, but like through a plexiglass. Like he better be Travolta boy in the bubble <laughs> next time we speak because, oof, Greg's got some tails. Like, I don't know. I mean, like you've been in, you've been, he's nuts. So it was pretty fun to talk to him, though. They're good stories, but yeah, he's after a while, they're just like, you know what? Let's just, uh, let's just finger gun on the way out. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> we'll see you later. See you next time, Greg. Yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. Uh, but Four Peaks is always awesome. Uh, their employees came over and started hanging out with us at the end of the night, and it was great. Uh, a lot of fun. Packed the place up, get them all out. Uh, it was done by, you know, most people were out of there by 11. We pretty much closed it. They turned the lights on on us. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is early. Get out. Yeah, it's like yeah. you guys don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We got that, but that always feels good. How did all the dogs get adopted? And that's the other thing. All right. I, there was a list for the chihuahuas because they can't get adopted yet. They're not all vaccinated and ready no. to go. Uh, they're not people ready as far as living in a house. I got a few more things I got to go through, but the list for those was long. So they, yes, they got adopted. They oh, will, good. they will have good. people. But the best one was George, uh, the uh, the Great Pyrenees. That was immediately the second I got out of my car, I saw Bretta from the Humane Society, and this right now about a hundred and five pound, what will be about a hundred and thirty pound dog. Uh, she said, "Just tap your chest," and I before I even had my hands, the dog stood up and just like it was just he's a dancer. Me. He's just oh, loving yeah. me. And uh, immediately just starts kissing, and I'm like, oh, no. And this big fluffy dog's like right in my face, and I'm like, this is happening. This is going to happen. And I was, on the, I was on the horn. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to pull the trigger. And one of our listeners who's emailed forever, and for, for about two years I thought this person was a girl, Rexy Sosa. It's not. Oh, yeah. And he had to explain to me that, no, you've, you've called me a girl several times in the past. And you know, I said, yeah, we, we cleared that up. But Rexy comes by, and he said, if you're not getting this dog, I am. And I'm like. I'm not stealing a dog from you if you're – and Rexy did the deal. And this this event, this Four Peaks event, costs me a fortune every year because I always make the deal on the dogs that I want. And there's been about four of them that if if it doesn't work for them, I'll take it and uh, and I'll – because he's like, I just don't know if I should do this. Like, they him and haw and him and haw. And then I said, I'll, I'll cover the adoption fees if you do this, if you commit to this dog right now, but I, but here's the and then I give him a laundry list of things that I demand have to happen for this dog's life, and everybody's all over it. So Rexy's got George now. It's great. You can see the That's pictures awesome. of George. This dog was unbelievable. How in the world it was in the Humane Society is beyond me. It was in the back of a dump truck, uh, headed to Guatemala. 
when uh, somebody called it in and said something suspicious going on. And because one of the other dogs that was in the back of the truck got out on the road, jumped out. So another car called and said, we got trouble in this the back of this dump truck. There's dogs in it. And uh, and so the Humane Society's medical team and, uh, you know, their investigation team went and got the, the truck. So what is the plan crazy. with it um, heading to Guatemala? I don't know. Well, I talked work, to a Guatemalan. Dogs, or they just... talked to a Guatemalan yesterday. She was from Guatemala. And she said, the dog is from where I am, I am from. And I'm like, uh, what, what, what are they going to eat them? And he goes, well, we don't eat the dogs. We don't eat the dogs. And I'm like, what do you do with them? She goes, they sell them. Like top dollar, big time dog sale thing. It's like smuggling them, basically. Yeah, they smuggle them back in. Yeah. So it was uh, like driving it down to Guatemala, which is, and this dog, like rare breed, big, you know. Yeah. Great Pyrenees probably aren't all over Guatemala. Yeah. So they had that one and a couple others in the back of the, they had two or three Great Pyrenees in that truck. They got everybody out. So George is a great story. And he's really cool. Like he's totally laid back. It was great. So Rexy got him. And I demand forever and ever that I get, just like I did with Holmberg, the dog that lives right down the road from me that was at this very same event a few years ago and made the deal there and said, you got to name it after me. That was one of them. They did. And every Thursday I get pictures from me, Beth, of, of uh, Holmberg. And he's a little tiny terrier type dog. He's cool. And uh, she's like, here's Holmberg laying down with his brothers. And like there, it's just Holmberg. Play. It's very weird to say to see that. I'm like, oh, Holmberg's adorable. Nobody ever says that. For this dog. So now George is another one. So I'm just going to have people texting me all the time their dogs that uh, I almost got. So I technically kind of have like some sort of foster thing with that. It's great. It's awesome. I mean, everybody's so good. And the dog thing, that's the sell, man. That place would have been empty. I, I always say that. If it was for an orphanage, we probably would have gotten nobody. But you bring puppies down there. Oh, yeah. People lose their minds. Puppies are amazing. I could, I only, I always think of that. It's like if we had like a baby, like a bunch of babies. With no families. And, like, these babies were found in the back of a dump truck headed to Guatemala. Everybody like, ugh. Worked the same way, man. No, nobody oh, would, no one would be there. Everybody would be like, ugh. Creeps great. taking them. Babies. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. And I'd be fine with that. I'm, like, I'm very, like, I make sure that the dogs get a good home. I'll if, take one of them babies. If we did the Baby Humane Society and, like, I'd be like, ugh. Go ahead, take it. Like, the creepiest meth head going, just get it out of here. I can't listen to it. It cries. and It's awful. <laughs> Yeah, it's so we can't do orphanage ones, but those puppies, man, do they draw the people? And other people are bringing their dogs in that have been rescued from the Humane Society or, or a few of them from the Lost Our Home Pet Rescue thing that I uh, do. And today starts 12 Days of uh, Strays for the Humane Society. It's on our website about 7 this morning. We'll launch it. Uh, I forget who the first one is, but I'll, I'll look. we got a whole bunch of them coming up every day for the next So it's just a dog thing. It's, it's close to my heart, near and dear, and evidently to a lot of other people, too, because man, oh, man. That all helps them. Last night, the benefit was all for uh, the Humane Society, and they made, they're made they going to make a ton of money off of this once again, which is great because it goes to a great cause. Great people, too. Bretta and the gang are ridiculously cool. So thanks to everybody who showed up, and thanks to everybody who came up to me and said how great it is to be white. <laughs> and I think it was just because right down the road, while this was going on, the Kyle Rittenhouse march was, was happening right there at ASU. So again, I repeat, the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, march to keep him off a of campus he's not even part of. The stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Had nothing to do. Met opposition last night. So as much as we've made fun of the students for socialism, the idiots from the other side showed up to say, he has every right to go to this school that he's not going to or doesn't have any intention to go to. We had a march in our city yesterday to keep a guy off a of campus who doesn't go to that school or even online. They want to keep him off. Like, the campus won't be safe if he's even on online. 
My God, you're soft. And then the other side shows up and starts chanting Carrie Lake, which I find hysterical. <laughs> All right, we got to go down there and stop these people from keeping Kyle Rittenhouse from going to a school he doesn't want to go to. He's not coming here, but God damn it, he has a right to. That was It was ghosts. It was Nobody's living in the truth. Nobody's living in reality. They're marching against something that isn't happening. It's marching against ghosts. So there it is. You got pictures of it. One said, uh, protect the students. The other said, killer off our campus. Signs that they had. And he's not there. I don't know what you're marching against. This is marching against the sky being blue. It's the stupidest thing in the world. It's done. It doesn't matter. And of course, it, there's an end white supremacy one up there, too. So I guess sure. it wasn't good to be white at that, at no. that march for you. It's a good thing you didn't go. Still, though, <laughs> white supremacy. I mean, yeah. still kind of sounds like it's good to be white. <laughs> end white supremacy. Just okay. to see that, how it uh, changed a little bit, too, because the... I wonder how long the one girl in the picture holds the sign mm-hmm. before she has to tap the phone, you know, hand it to the other girl. Oh, yeah. Before oh, yeah. she's got to do a selfie and they're or all, I mean, you got half the people that are protesting the other people looking down. At oh, they're phone. on their phone because they got to put their Instagram page up <laughs> talk about how important it is that they're keeping Kyle Rittenhouse off a of campus he isn't going to. We must keep the Oregon State football team off our campus. Well, they're not playing them this week. Oh, we've success. Like, wait a minute. He wasn't, this doesn't make sense. You're protesting something. We must keep the entire Philadelphia 76ers off of our campus. Well, they're not, they're not even, why, why would they even come here? Yes, we've done it again. Keep protesting things that aren't interested in coming to your deal. Their list is so long. Their list is long, and they're succeeding at every, every turn. Keep O.J. Simpson from attending classes at age. We've done it again. Success. What you're protesting isn't happening. And then to have people show up and counter it is ridiculous. We better go down there and make sure Kyle Rittenhouse does go to this school if he wants to someday. He doesn't. He's not going to the. And so what? Sorry to Michael Rittenhouse, who was actually enrolled in the class. He just saw the Rittenhouse (laughs) name. Poor kid. It's probably Kevin Rittenhouse. Kay Rittenhouse is all over everything. He's like, I can't go to this school anymore. I got to. But he's online, and that scares them from going to class. And then to go down there and start chanting Carrie Lake is like my favorite thing in the world. It's like, all right, that's it. You know what we should do? We'll hit him over the head with a little Carrie Lake chant. Carrie Lake! Carrie! <laughs> because it just pissed him off. The whole design of yesterday is a microcosm of our attitude in 2021. I have an opinion, and you have an opinion. Neither of us really know what we're doing, but let's make each other furious. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to antagonize you with something that's ridiculous. And now you're going to come down and counter with something even more ridiculous. Let's fight. Talk about cooler heads prevailing. If one logical human being stepped up and said, guys, Kyle Rittenhouse isn't coming to ASU. They'd cheer and the other ones would be like, guys, if he wants to, he can. He doesn't. He's not coming here. So it's crazy. We have to fight for Kyle. He doesn't want to come here. He's not coming to school. Here. I see. We a- succeeded. We did it. An Good. opening for the retro campaign of uh, bringing Miller Lite back and starting that argument again. Oh, yeah. Less filling. <laughs> but at least people will get passionate Brady, about it. That was a more logical debate because <laughs> there was actual uh, beef on each side. <laughs> yeah. Both sides had a point. They, they had their – they could back it up. Sure. It is less filling. And, yes, it tastes great, <laughs> which is the better. And you start arguing over which is – you know, these are two things that are fantastic. Now, if, if, if it happened to not be less filling and taste like garbage – and you still had this debate, you're back up on this thing. We have to keep heroin from being thrown at us every day. That doesn't happen. Success! Like, wait a minute, you're just protesting things that aren't happening and then claiming success. 
And we're looking at this picture when we talked about it the other day. There's not, no hot chicks in one. that socialism yeah. group. Maybe this one up here, but what are you uh, looking at? The maybe this one. The one, yeah, the, the killer off our camp. But that is with it the, with the big gulp. She's yeah, killer off our campus. I don't know. She, that's about it. There is no talent at this thing. She's an unfun. It's all fastbacks. I'm out. <laughs> it's a load of fastbacks. It is. <laughs> Yeah, fastbacks and flapjacks. And they have flapjacks and fastbacks. <laughs> Somebody made Brett a shirt that says flapjacks and fastbacks with a big uh, line through it. Nice. It's in my car. It's great. I'm going to wear that. Yeah, it's a great But it's, uh, yeah, I'm not seeing much in the ways of no. I joined this group just New. for your ass. But, what, yeah, so congratulations to both sides. You both won. If Kyle wants to go there, he can. He's currently not interested. And then. The people who kept him off. You've done a good job because he's not coming. So I don't know who won that. But excellent work. The written house. It was right down the road. I didn't even realize how close it was, which is probably why people are like, it's great to be white. Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, everybody. Carrie Lake. <laughs> I wish Carrie Lake would have shown up. And Kyle Rittenhouse. That would have been amazing just to see how people reacted. I'm all in it. I'm all in for the fun. I don't care what happens to people. I don't care what happens to you if you choose to go down to marches and be silly and all that. It is just awesome. And they're and the one kid that they interviewed on the news was like, we got to keep – I don't think anybody who's got this kind of history should be allowed to go to school. What kind of – like to be exonerated from a crime that you disagreed with? So if you disagree that this person is not uh, – like he did what you think he did, you are the ultimate judge and jury. You can march people right out of school. You can cancel them from that. Yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse is a large example. I'm going to see what I can do to get Kyle Rittenhouse freshman orientation. Mm-hmm. Is he a freshman? He's been doing some online stuff. He's been yeah. prepping. Maybe he starts as a sophomore. The kid seems really like a go-getter. He's a red shirt. He's a go-getter. Like when he sees stuff, he goes after it. I mean, we know that from his trial. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nuts. So I, I don't care what happens to anybody. I'm here for the entertainment. That got me. Because the news had to treat it like it was a real thing. And not one news person said, without even realizing this guy's not enrolled in any classes, this march went on anyway. Did USC and, and have a march to it, keep him out? I didn't see if there – did all schools have a – Keep Kyle it, out, Mark? ASU's the only one I know of. Yeah, so I mean, far. No, yeah. yeah I don't but know. I'm sure if he's looking to take his talent somewhere. <laughs> well, maybe ESPN will do the uh, LeBron Rittenhouse. The announcement. I'm going to take my talents to the University of Arizona. Oh, man. That's a good one. And then the uh, tear-jerking trailer, Stephanopoulos. George Ste- uh, Stephanopoulos. <laughs> Close enough. Stephanopoulos. There it is. <laughs> I say way too early for this. I'd be stroking. It's Greek. It's Greek to me. That's what I'd be doing. With oh, Alec Baldwin. I know. Alec just needs to shut up. Why does and he do he's interviews? Crying like crazy on the thing. And, and the, he says he didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. But I think he's using that as a metaphor of some sort to say I didn't. Like I did not intentionally pull the trigger. It doesn't trigger. take much for the trigger to go yeah. off when it's. It's one of those quick pulls. Yeah, but even still, I don't point a gun at anybody. Then how? Uh, yeah, it how did it happen? Who is advising Alec Baldwin? Is my question to put him on TV and say you need to start talking. Just shut your mouth. Shut your he mouth. He can't though. I know he can't. I, he, like he pulled over on that freeway. I that know. Time. He just he sees cameras and he's like, yeah. I have to explain myself. Everyone needs to know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place 
for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Just stick to us liking you in 30 Rock reruns and stop saying words because what he said yesterday, what I read, I didn't see it, but I picture he looks like he's just been doing nothing but crying for the last month. Yeah, it's I read it, and then they have the little trailer up yeah, there. But he's uh, is, has the interview aired yet? No, it's oh, okay. either coming up on something tonight or. Uh, but he basically Friday says, uh, "I did, I did not pull the trigger. The gun was in my hand," and that's what Stephanopoulos kind of says. You were holding the gun. I didn't pull the trigger. Okay, and that's the that's the tease. Yeah, and you're like, huh? Well, so it just went off. Now you're just claiming that the gun just what it, it, it. He needs to shut up. And it's great TV. Again, I'm in it for the entertainment. If he wants to talk. I'm going to watch the moron talk. I don't understand why he's got to explain himself. He doesn't. I think the majority of people uh, with a logical brain feel bad for him. But if he keeps talking, we're going to be like, you're an idiot. Now you sound guilty. What You didn't do it. Yeah. I didn't pull the trigger. Yes, you did. Just sit back and say what it is. It was a tragic accident. Something horrible happened. we got to get to the bottom of it. But by no means did I try and kill anyone. And that's it, a, a statement, a written statement, he, and then don't talk. He does say that, and then he's like, who puts a live bullet in there? Yeah, don't talk. Stop it. Makes it seem like you're an idiot. Yeah, you know, you didn't check the gun. That's the next thing people yeah. are just, the more the more you talk, the more questions we have. Keep it down. You know, his lawyers are just like, Christ, well, shut They the cannot, unless they hate him, they cannot be advising him to get out there and no. say more and more and more. They can't do it. Anyway. It's bananas. But, yeah, I saw that this morning, and I'm just like, all right, Alec, you're, you'll dig this hole deeper. You're not going to get anybody, you know, go, oh, I see now. He didn't pull the trigger, everybody. She just miraculously had a bullet enter her body for no reason. Come on. Something happened to that trigger. And they're marching right now at ASU to keep Alec Baldwin off of the campus. <laughs> he cannot go there. And, of course, there's opposition to that. That would, that would really screw people up if the Students for Socialism – March to keep Alec Baldwin out of ASU. What would the Cary Lake people do? Because then they got to go support Alec Baldwin, which is like counter to everything they believe in. We're going to sit this one out. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and <laughs> chant Cary Lake at home for this one. You can keep Alec Baldwin away. I'm fine with that. But yeah, would Alec Baldwin be allowed to go to uh, ASU? Or yes. Yeah, of course he would. So they're political. They'd be like, hey, it was an accident. All right, all right. So you pick and choose who gets to go. I am a son devil at heart. You know that. So. Whatever. The world's gone bananas. That's why Holmberg Bound's so important right now. 7% alcohol. Get three of those in your body and you don't care about Kyle Rittenhouse or Carrie Lake. How, how many Chiefs did you wind up throwing out last yeah. night? Speaking of Holmberg Bound, I saw one. You guys didn't remind me Four about my five. Barry Manilow tights either. I, I didn't remember to, until that guy came up to you. Where's the Manilow? Why aren't you wearing your Manilow stuff? I'm like, I totally forgot. Look, I just assumed you you knew that. And no, I totally forgot about that. I had a lot on my mind yesterday, so I was moving around, and I'm like, I got ready, and I left, and didn't even think about it until that guy said it. I heard Brady throw one Chief bomb. Yeah, I caught that one, too. I caught it one Chief, but you didn't have to throw a lot of no, that conversation. Wasn't Only four chiefs. or five. That, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. The one guy, he's like, I just got chiefed. And he was kind of happy and then also <laughs> yeah, realized. Yeah, I think they enjoyed it yeah. more than anything. Which made them not go away, the whole idea yeah. of calling so much. And then a girl came up to me and she goes, Brady gave me a hug out of pity. I'm like, why? And she goes, <laughs> because. And I'm like, let's go talk to him about that. And she goes, I said, we get another hug. And you started to argue with her. You started to Alec Baldwin. <laughs> it upset me. It upset me because <laughs> her, boy, her boyfriend thing. filming the whole time. Yeah. He said, I'll film you know, it. I'm like, do Trying to TMZ me on the initial hug. And all it was was she said, you did it out of pity. And you go, did you or did you not get a hug? And he did. wasn't going <laughs> to hug her again. I'm like, just hug her again, man. Just end it. So did she get the second one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. 
and whispered in her ear, the only reason I'm doing this is because of that camera. <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> and then she started crying. I'm like, what happened? She goes, I don't want to talk about it. And later she emailed me. It was pretty great. There's another email on the stack there from uh, the very first one, I believe. Rittenhouse or? No, no, okay, no. This came through. Uh, somebody was trying to get a picture of Brady last night. Okay. Wow. Well, that's that, an that, odd start to an email. Good luck editing that this one. This one's for you, Brady. It says, Dear Brady, I was that tattooed piece of <laughs> chick wearing a striped dress. Do you remember her? She's tattooed. She's a piece of <laughs> according to her. On the way out, maybe. Uh, anyway. Uh, waiting ever so patiently to get a picture with you last night at Four Peaks, but ended up, oh, but until the penultimate moment when you decided to leave, got the chance. My name is Asia, and I just wanted one creepy feel-good moment with a pseudo-celebrity to cop a feel in front of my husband to use as material later in bed. Ooh, look at you, Brady. Yep, in bed, which we will use. We're fixed, so no disgusting demon spawn will come of this sexual endeavor. You're welcome, world. No liberal cucks, sucks, or the thing that rhymes with that. Peace sign, yo. Ha, 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 ha. Stupid. Do you remember her? You remember her? Oh, yeah. Did you give her, did you give her some love? She groped me really good. I was the did she get the fist bump or the hug? Oh, no. She was, uh, you know, she draped herself all oh, over. She, so you, so no you got the hug and you kept your arms to yourself. Like, Ugh. This is a tattooed piece of right here. <laughs> She was nice. Did you say something <laughs> along the ways that this is a tattooed uh, piece? No. Oh, okay. No, no. I wonder why she calls herself that. I think I know who it, I, I think I know someone that fits the description. She's actually pretty funny. She's very funny. Was she really thin? Yes. Okay, I saw her, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, George, the dog, did what dogs do, and then uh, sniffing and stuff, and just buried it right in her, you know, in her piece of In the litter box? In the, yeah, in the kitty litter. And then she goes, mm, mm, mm. he's having at me. And I'm like, all right, give me the dog. Don't make a big thing. She goes, I think he's picked. Sounds like George and I got the same photo. And then she said, uh, he, she, this one's picking me, I think. Look over. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, get off the dog's nose. Stop it. Stop it, you piece of What's the matter with you? That was fun. Except for that part. That was kind of awful. Well, I'm sorry you had to hug that uh, piece, Brady. That was tough. And you had a couple others that you got in there. I, I went home and cried. Did you get it? You're over it. See, that's yeah. another insulting, passive-aggressive way of saying, I don't care how you feel. Oh, I went home and booed myself right to sleep. <laughs> I went home with a pep in my step, John. Yeah? I was happy. Oh, yeah? Love hugging. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is getting worse. <laughs> Alec Baldwin's lawyers are in charge of you, too. All those ladies driving home. <laughs> That was rude. Brady was rude. Hey, you have a great night, piece of sh- tattooed garbage person. Anyway, bye. And it was fun. It was a good time. Always fun. Four Peaks always treats us great. And uh, you guys I'm forgetting are on the, the one lady's uh, name uh, as I was walking out. She's she's there every time we have the, the beer. She really loves the Holmberg Bound. Oh, one um, of the... Yeah, not, oh, and... Okay. and and so she was telling me, yeah, and then uh, a couple of weeks ago, I won the Oktoberfest sign holding contest. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. What is that? I don't know. Hold the sign the longest. Oh. She's pretty strong. Three hours. She holds holds the sign, and she goes, then I, I pounded what my sign? liter of beer, and then my husband's liter of beer. What sign? <laughs> I guess they have a sign holding contest. At Oktoberfest? At Four Peaks. For, yeah, oh. during an Oktoberfest celebration. 
And the sign says... The longest one to hold out. The strongest. This girl next was, to me is a piece of shit. Is that the sign? <laughs> I wanted to get her in uh, arm wrestling. Is it Carrie Lake? Keep, keep Rittenhouse out? What is the sign? We should have taken her over yeah, there. Oh, yeah. man. She'd hold all the signs. Well, those socialists are like, oh, my arms are tired. Somebody else should do this. Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake. What is happening? I hold the sign. All right. This is nuts. Everything, everything's gone Fellini. Eat bananas. Uh, well, there you go. Well, thanks to everybody who showed up, except for that one lady that bothered Brady, and then the sign lady, too. Yeah, she's a beer drinker, this one. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's stout. She sounds stout. She's solid. <laughs> <laughs> your adjectives Fun are, to party your with. Your adjectives are both safe and rude at the same time. I don't know how you do it. She is a solid woman. Thank you, you dick. Thank you, you dick. <laughs> I'm not going to chief her. You are a solid woman. I dare you to say that to your wife next time she comes out in lingerie. This? You're a very solid looking woman in that. You're very sturdy. <laughs> very sturdy. Bottom of the pyramid, I think. Where would she fit on the pyramid at high school? She's a stout. The drinker lady. Is she bottom? Is she the base? Um, base middle. Base middle. Not yeah. full base, but base middle. That means base. Yeah, yeah. That's a big one. That means base. She's strong. Yeah. Now, she you, might probably uh, be able to help the tinies up on top. You know, throw them up Throw, them, throw yeah. them up there like an She's atlas stone. Yeah. Sturdy. You're sturdy lady. <laughs> Looking for a sturdy broad. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Five eight five nine eight hundred. A good one for all you sturdy ladies out there. A good uh, screamer and we'll solid ladies. That's right. Solid, sturdy, both very good compliments. <laughs> if you're being a dick, it's just very hard to. It's right down the middle. It's well played. Uh, give it to us and we'll scream together. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up! Whoa, whoa, whoa! What the hell? Ninety eight. Not cool with this at all. KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.